we are talking million dollar careers. As always, I've got my uh, my good friend uh, Rob Houghton with me. Rob is the, uh, the the founder, the president of MR Fairfax, and he has uh, been an executive recruiter in the Washington D.C. metro area for twenty some years. Um, Rob has got a great background. He's been a company owner. Uh, he's he's bought and sold a couple companies. He's done a lot of work with uh, the special forces of the military. And uh, it's always fun to have you back and talk about these uh, these common issues we see, Rob. So thanks for uh, thanks for taking a Sunday and, and and coming on. Yeah, thanks, Craig. It's always good to see you, and uh, happy to be here to participate. So let's talk about recruiting in today's day and age. And you're seeing it, and I'm seeing it. It is the craziest. I think it is the craziest job market we will ever see in our lifetime right now. Yeah, um, it's, uh, it's it's very, very challenging uh, for everyone. It's very challenging yeah. for the candidates because they're not sure when they should make a move, why they should make a move. You know, yeah. after all, we're expecting them to exchange a known for an unknown. So when, yeah. when, whenever you do that, there better be a good reason. And on the client side, it's getting expensive, man. I mean, I'm seeing salaries going up 20 percent inside of a year it's yep. insane man. yep 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 i just placed a person um by the time this airs he'll be on board i just placed a fellow and i got him a i don't know if i want to say this or not hundred thousand dollar pay raise yeah it's, it's, he did not know what he was worth he had no idea what he was worth and you know it was it's you are worth a whole lot more than you think you are and we went out and, you know, he just started, he's going to start a new role and he will be making a hundred thousand dollars more in his new sure. role than he was currently making. Sure. I mean, that's, that's a nice, you know, but that's the way that's, that's the industry we're in right now. And sure. um, it's all good, but yeah, but here's what I think about. Like when I talk about recruiting, I'm seeing companies make the same mistakes. It's a job. Yeah, it's a job. They don't understand that the person or people they're recruiting don't want jobs. They want careers. It's kind of like you remember the old Navy advertisement. Yeah. It's not just a job. It's an adventure. Yeah, exactly. And, kind, and, and, and literally, you know, that's hey, look, you know, I think the actually the Navy does some of the coolest advertising in the world. You know, it's you know, jets being shot off of aircraft carriers and Navy SEALs. And you're thinking, hey, look, that gets people excited about yes. the Navy mission. Yeah. Companies aren't doing that. It's yeah, so like uh, Army Special Forces, too. I mean, the, the Green Beret, you know, I mean, the, uh, you know, the it's just Army it's of an, One. An army it's an of ethos. One. Yeah, ethos. It, it, it's the, an ethos. It's be a, the best you can be the best you can be. Right. And, yeah. um, you know, I see companies out there, they send out these really they're, they're like, yeah, we've been looking for this position forever. And I'm like, all right, well, let me see what you, what's your position description look like? And it is horribly worded. Like, you know, what the hell is this? It's horribly worded. It's very vanilla. It's a job. And you're like, well, what do you think? Why you guys, you guys write this very unexciting thing about your company. And do you expect people to get excited about you? Why? You're yeah. generic. You're nothing. You're a zero. Why would really good people get excited if you can't get excited about yourself? 
Yeah, I've got a client who started something a couple of years ago, which I think is really smart. On the at the beginning of the job description, they write the opportunity. Yep. And there's where you hook them: the opportunity to work for, you know, a top ten nationwide firm growing at thirty five percent a year, and come join our special forces of insurance. You know what I mean? But but it's not just that. It's we need you to help us grow thirty five percent. Yeah. 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 People can get excited about it. Oh, you need me to help you do something. Yeah. I can get excited about that. Yeah. You may need to help you build and grow a first-class organization. Yes. That gets people excited. Everybody wants to build and grow. Yeah. Be a part of us and help us grow. Help us get there. You know, it's it's exciting. You know, that's that's the exciting thing. And I think that, yeah, you, know, you wrote you wrote a blog on this a while back, and I'll put it up there. I'll put it on the show notes. And you kind of talked about transparency, about how companies need transparency in the recruiting process. Yeah, I mean, it all starts from the website. It all starts from the mission statement. It all starts from the job description. It starts from that first interview, because as you know, Craig, all we can do is really put the person in play. We give the client a ticket to the dance, but once mm -hmm. the client interfaces with the candidate, it's on them to really provide that transparency, like who we really are. Very yep. important. This goes down to stupid HR tricks. And it was yeah. one of the funniest conversations I ever had. And it was a, this, if you wanted a billboard or the Super Bowl of how not to recruit somebody. <laughs> so this, this um, fella goes over to, it's a big company too. And they really needed a senior program manager. This goes back 12 years, 10, 12 years ago. It was really funny. And the HR person has this candidate sit in the middle of a room, literally in the middle of the room, and they put chairs all around him. And in the chairs, they had all the people in the company, and they had three-by-five cards. And on each three-by-five card was a question. What are your goals? Yeah. Tell us about yourself. And the guy realized, he, he literally said, I was there 50. He calls me up. He goes, Craig, you're kidding me. I'm like, well, tell me what happened. And he goes, this is what happened. I said, what'd you do? He goes, I, for about 10 minutes, I played their reindeer games. And then it just snapped. This isn't where I want to be. Yeah. So I got up and I ended the interview. And I was laughing. I said, did you, you, good for you. He goes, yeah, I got up. And I just said, hey, guys, uh, you know, th this is going nowhere. You know, I'm out. Yeah, exactly. You know, <laughs> job versus career. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, they have to recruit the candidate. You don't sit there and just poke the bear and just ask them questions. You have to recruit these people because these people are not your C players, B players. Right. You know, on uh, Indeed or Monster.com, whatever the hell people use these days. These are mostly passive candidates who are relatively happy. You, you better have something really good to offer. You better be transparent. Absolutely. You know, you better have, you know, you know because what these people do now is they will go on to, a, they will go on to Glassdoor, they will go on to Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and they will research the hell out of your company. And uh, if you're a bunch of dopes, they're going to find that out really quickly. Yep. You're not going to be able to attract the A talent. And as you know, if you want to build and grow your business, if you really want to scale and beat your competitor, you need A plus talent. That's why you hire us, right? 
So you and I can deliver the A plus talent, but yep. if there's no transparency, there's no respect, there, there's no purpose, forget yep. it. Those are the, you know what I do? I, I fire those clients. I fire them. I yep. say, I'm sorry. I can't help you because I'm just wasting my time. There's power in saying no. If you're, if, if companies are not paying the market, there's no sense. I'm not going to waste my time. But you know what? It, 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 it goes beyond yeah. paying the market. I think, I agree. you know what? And I think you know this too, but uh, my clients are able to recruit people based on qualitative reasons, not mm -hmm. quantitative, because if it's quantitative, it's just about money. Some other recruiter is going to come along and offer them something higher, mm -hmm. or they're just going to be after the money. You know, I, I tell my clients, I mean, you, you got to have a story yeah. and you got to have a purpose and you got to, because these, you know, again, these people are exchanging a known for an unknown. It's not just about money. Yeah. These people have families, you know? Well, that, yeah, you think about like, and you're absolutely right. It's not about money. It's absolutely not about money. You know, people are banging, you know, Elon Musk. You know, people love the SpaceX Tesla mission. They want oh, to be yeah. a part of that. Easy. They're not having a problem. Yeah. Amazon is really having a great time recruiting. You know, Amazon is, you know, it's, it's, it's culture is tough, but it's, it's recruit it's recruiting tough people right yeah. you know and you're like whoa it's you know ge is having a brain drain you know ge can't keep its good people now because yeah. they screwed it all up you know, you know ml ml had really good people who he didn't listen to and then he screwed it all up so yeah. they're gone um yeah. i'm trying to think of some other companies there's some other companies i see out there I'm like wow how'd you get that guy i'm like yeah that it's pretty impressive um and there's probably a lot of people that would work for Elon Musk for free. I'll guarantee you there's people that would work for him for free. Maybe. Yeah. I mean, a young Maybe. guy out of college, you know, really, really smart. He, he may say, hey, that's the guy I want to, I, I want to hook my cell to, man. You know? Think about what SpaceX has done. You think about Elon Musk. Or Branson's another guy. You know? yeah. Yeah. Same I, thing. Yeah. I, I love Elon Musk. The politicians hate the guy. Yeah. They hate him. Too, man. They hate him. But you think about Ukraine and, you know, the Internet's out of Ukraine. Within 24 hours, he fixed that. Yeah. It's like Starlink. Yeah, know? it's great. I love okay. it. <laughs> you know, it's like, all right. So, but, but you know, they think you think about the mission of SpaceX. You think about the mission of Tesla. Yeah. You know, um, you know G, or General Motors became, and Ford, the big three automakers, became very fat, dumb, happy, staid companies. And then Tesla comes along. And all of a sudden yeah. now it's, yeah. you know, nine hey, times, yeah. you know, it's fine. I told you the story about when I met, uh, one of the previous million dollar careers, I talked, you know, I told a story about how I met Bill Gates in Tokyo, yep. right? Remember how I described it? Boring, plain vanilla. Yeah. A guy that I just came across is just totally unimpressive. I mean, obviously a smart, successful guy, but personality-wise, culture-wise, I mean, boring, you know? Mm -hmm. So then I think I told you in a separate show when I was over in Nairobi, Kenya, when Branson and Gates showed up at the Millennial and my company was in charge of hooking up the radio tower so that they could broadcast, right? I remember to this day, the crowd that was literally pushing and shoving to get a piece of Richard Branson. Mm -hmm. And Gates was kind of standing over to the side with a few of his consigliere, you know, acolytes, mm -hmm. you know, his guys, there's just a handful of them, but 
Branson was like a magnet, man. And you know, it goes exactly to your point. Mm-hmm. Branson, that's the guy with the messaging. Mm-hmm. He's like Musk. Everybody wants to work for Branson. It's exciting. It's adventurous. Yep. He's a cool dude. That's opportunity, man. That's mm-hmm. fun. That's that's not a job. That's not even a career. That's like a vocation, man. Mm-hmm. And Gates, just Microsoft, as boring as you could possibly be. Right. That that right there was very illustrative. It was until the new CEOs, you know, until uh, was what's uh, what Nadala. I think every company, you know, we talk about transparency and we'll move on to the next thing, but every company, every week, there should, yeah, they're talking, everybody talks about a diversity officer and their companies now, inclusion, diversity. I think there needs to be a people excitement officer. What is our, what is our brand? What is our brand? What do we jump up? What do, why do we come to work every day? What do we jump up and down? Even if you're selling boring stuff. You know, you could be jumping up and down and saying, we're going to be the best at boring stuff and we're going to make it cool and we're going to make it fun and we're going to recruit really cool people to do it. And that's where companies miss the boat. That's a great point. A people excitement officer. People excitement officer. Why do you have need, man? That's a great idea, man. Jesus. Let's just keep our employees engaged. Let's become the, try to become in our industry, the employer of choice. You know, why do people not want to play for the Detroit Lions? Because they suck and they've always sucked and they don't want to win Super Bowls. Exactly. You know, but you go over to Tampa Bay. Yeah. We got, we got, we're going for Brady and Gronk. Or the Rams. We're going to go to the Rams. Yeah. We're going to go for the best. We want to get the best players. We want to be, you know, we want to win Super Bowls. Exactly. Yeah. Do you want to be the, do you want to be a player for the team where career, you know, do you want to be somebody at the company where careers go to die? Yep. Or do you want to be at the company where, hey, if I have this on my resume, everybody recognizes I am the best of the best. So you're right. Man. That's it. Hey, you know what I think another one is? What's that? Respect. And I'll tell you why. The reason why I think is, anyways, you know, I've got three sons who are in their 30s, relatively early in their professional careers. And they're on the internet like everyone else, but just in talking with them and their friends and people in that age group, you know, these, the internet, the chat rooms, job boards, all these stuff, they're scary places, man. I mean, people, we don't live in a civil society any longer. It's really scary out there, particularly for certain segments of the population. And you know what people crave now is just to be respected. If they can just get some respect from somebody, because mm-hmm. you know the internet is a disrespectful place. So you mm-hmm. put somebody in a job in a company, you know, if their boss is respectful to them, do you know how huge that is? Yep. I mean, just to be afforded a, just a minimal amount of respect in an organization is is, mm-hmm. is really you know it is really a premium. I mean, just a and respect can be just a pat on the back. You do a good job, and your boss comes by and says. Hey, Rob, or hey, Jim, hey, Sally, you know, that was a really good presentation. I really appreciate the work you put into that. That's really cool. Almost nobody gets that anymore. I mean, just to show simple respect is huge for people in that age group. Here's where, so respect is huge. And it comes into, it's a mutual trust. When you find a really good person in your, who's in your organization, 
you give them some latitude. And it might be, hey, look, you, you're in the office. You, you know, we'd like you to show up to the office, but if you can do this from home and get the same results, we trust you to do that. You know, it's not, you know, we're, we're not going to go over your expense accounts with a microscope. You know, if you're traveling on the company and you go get a nice dinner, if you've been traveling on the company for a week and you go get a nice dinner, you know, we respect the fact that you've been away from your family. Yeah, exactly. And on the road and you went and got a, a dinner, you know, a nice dinner with a bottle of wine and, you, and we paid for it. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you for your efforts to go. You know, thank you for, for being away from your family. That's what the respect comes down to. Yeah, absolutely. And when you have that culture, it changes games. The other thing, too, is it used to be to compete, you needed the best products, the best machinery, the best process, the best marketing. Now it's all about talent. You've got to have the best talent. Mm -hmm. So sometimes a company has to go out and get top talent. And as you said before, sometimes you got to pay for it. Sometimes you do have to pay a premium for people. Even if you upset the status quo within your company, it's up to you as a leader to figure out how to explain that to other people. We had to bring in this, this, this big hitter. And sometimes you just got to do that. You know, I, I hear from HR all the time. Well, Rob, you know, we did a, a, a Marshberry survey or it was a salary survey or glass or whatever the hell, the hell these guys use. And, you know, the, the, the budget for that position is it's 115. And this person's asking for 122. I mean, it's not within like like, like seven thousand. Like, come like, on, that's for a C player. Are, are all these A players? Are all those? Yeah. I mean, come on. Are you out of your freaking mind? That, that's that's the person. That's what is the question. Is seven thousand dollars going to make a difference in your life? In the exactly. Yeah. You no. Know, you're 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 a fifty or hundred million dollar company. Is seven grand extra for this person going to make a difference in your life? No. You know, it's funny. So I went up last week. I want to talk about. I met with a. I met with somebody. And got a great business. He's got a great business. I spent three hours with him touring the business, plus another hour at lunch. And I was like, just sitting there in awe. And he, I'm like, okay, so what do you want? He goes, I want somebody who can help me 5X this thing. Look at him, okay. He's already got a solid business reputation. He's well known, but he, he's, he's doing some stuff with his life. And he goes, I want somebody who can help me 5X this thing. All right. What do you think that person, what do you, yeah, you know, it comes down to, he goes, Craig, people don't build wealth getting jobs. He goes, I want somebody who wants to be wealthy. Yeah. Somebody who wants to be wealthy. If they come in and help me 5X this thing, they'll be wealthy. The, the, there's owners and there's temps. And I had another conversation. I had another conversation. I just got a, I just signed up a search. C-level search with the company. Talking to the CEO of CEO founder. And I said, all right, what do you have you guys been what have you guys been budgeting for this role? And it's a C-level role. He he answers me back. He is the, the absolute right answer. You bring me the right person, and we know that they're the right person, we will figure out what to pay them, and we'll pay them what it takes to get them on board. They're looking at it like a stock. They're looking at it like an investment. We'll pay a little bit of a premium for the person because we know that we're going to get huge ROI. Smart, and Smart client, man. It's, I love those clients like that. That's the difference between companies that are offering jobs 
and companies that are offering the difference. Yeah. What's it going to take? So, yeah, you know, but I think that's about respect too. We respect what this person brings to the table. Yeah. And, you know, what you talked about, I think I, I, I'm just going to follow up on, on, on what you just said. But the other thing that came through with just that little vignette that you told is that guy has purpose. Mm-hmm. I want to grow this baby five times. I want to do this. That's how you recruit the heavy hitters. You have to have purpose. Yep. Like, what are we doing? Where do I want to go from here? Five times growth. I want to build and grow. I want to scale, do this, do this, do this. That's how you're, you know, your top talent wants to hear that. If there's no purpose, then why am I going to exchange a known for an unknown? You know? So there's an executive coach out of, uh, out of Dallas. His name is Bill Koch. And Bill is the former CEO of AMR Combs. Oh, wow. And he's been on a couple of my podcasts. Great guy. And uh, he is doing a lot of coaching for Apple, American Airlines, Microsoft, some of your big name companies. And what he's been telling me the last couple of conversations is that all the people who are coming out of college, all the people in their early 30s, the biggest thing to them is to make a difference in the world. Job, a purpose, a job with no purpose is a job not worth having. Exactly. Totally agree with you, man. And, you know, it's, it, I mean, put yourself in my shoes. Now, you're in the aviation business. That's a mm-hmm. sexy business with a lot of pizzazz, man. Jet fighter pilots, guys like you. Yeah. I'm in it. I'm recruiting in the insurance field, man. <laughs> how the hell do you make that exciting? Well, how you do it is you communicate to people your purpose is building, growing, expanding, going into new markets. <laughs> insurance can actually be very exciting too, but it has to be properly communicated by the right person. And most insurance agencies do not do that. Hey, look, my yeah, my brother, my brother walked out of a job. He walked out of a really good six-figure paying job to start a state farm insurance agency about f- three, four years ago. Is that right? Really? Yeah. And and it's like, and we talk about this. And you know, a lot of his clients, he's up, he, he's outside of Raleigh, North Carolina. And a lot of his clients are uh, Hispanic, Hispanics who don't speak English. People who are not wealthy, but still need to drive cars and still right. have homes. Yeah. And we talk about it. He's like, I make a difference in their lives. Oh, absolutely. Because I, 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 I go to, he, he, if you know my brother, he, like, unbelievable, he, he give you the shirt off his back. Really? He will bend over backwards to help someone who speaks no English get wow. the right insurance at the right price so that they can drive to work every day legally and not have to worry right. about, you know, it, you know, legally, you know, you talk about insurance, you got to, you know, you want to drive a car in North Carolina, you got to have insurance. Right. And he's like, Hey, look, a lot of them, because they, you know, they don't understand it. They can't figure it out, whatever else they won't have insurance. So they're illegal. Yeah. And he's like, Hey, look, half of my, you know, half of my clients don't speak English, but my purpose is, is to help them. It, it build it, he, he looks at it his, my purpose is helping them build a community yeah yeah that's good so you, know, you think about insurance you think about aviation we're the guys that repair jet engines well those are the same jet engines your mom and your dad and your wife and your sister fly on right you want to yeah, make sure absolutely. they're safe that's our purpose Jeez, you're gonna you you better be hiring good people there Craig. yeah because yeah. because that's on you you know 
there's a sh- that's, yeah. that's <laughs> but, but that's, yeah, so, so, so there you go man you, you got to pay people you got to respect them and you got to be transparent with them i think yeah. it comes down to the three things that you need to do to get the quality people in your business that will help it grow yeah. transparency or res- transparency respect and purpose yeah and don't be afraid to pay the diva either you know Look, the diva, the diva who makes a lot of money, or the, I'm sorry, the diva who brings a lot of value yeah. and makes the company a lot of money, look, you give them a little bit of latitude. You pay them. <laughs> That's why I'm in the recruiting business, owning my own business. Now. A-Rod, A-Rod. <laughs> now, the biggest diva had, had to have been Terrell Owens, right? Oh, my God, he's horrible. Or what about the guy for the Bengals? He used to wear the jacket that said the Hall of Fame on the back. Who was uh, that? Chad Johnson? Remember him? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. It, you know, it's a tough market out there. There's no question yeah. about it. But if you approach it right, you can still find good people. But these are the things that the companies need to be thinking about every day. You know, they're, they're, they're yeah, and I'll just, we'll finish up at this. I think they're all thinking about the wrong thing. Yeah. They all think about, you know, like you know, the you know, diversity, equity, inclusion. Look, at, you know, every company should be hiring a diverse workforce because that builds stronger teams. You know, the equity and inclusion, that's just about respect, right? Yeah, yeah, know, everybody yeah. needs to be feel included, but they all think about it like this. And you think about, hey, look, get excited about yourself as a company and prove to the world that you're an exciting company to work for. Treat your people with respect and give them the purpose. You know, you know, have a mission statement. What is your purpose? It, it's sure. not a. It's not. A, it's 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 really pretty simple. No, you're right. I mean, I I I, I think that uh, if you do these these three things, you make your life a lot easier. I mean, why swim upstream when you don't have to? And pick Good up man. the phone and pick up the phone and call the person and tell them you love them. Hey, not email or not text, right? Hey, by the way, that was a phenomenal. Uh, that was a phenomenal uh, blog you had on on LinkedIn this past week. The one with the phone, yeah, yeah. that was cool, man. I wasn't surprised because you've been showing that phone a lot. The buttons, push the buttons on the phone, man. Push the buttons; they're there. The buttons are on your phone. The buttons are on your phone for a reason. Yeah, yeah. so you can call people up and give them some love. Email and text is for amateurs. You're right, man. Good. How do people get a hold of you, Rob? Rob at mrfairfax.com is my email. The website, www.mrfairfax.com. Call, email anytime. And uh, appreciate you having me on the show, Craig. And you write some awesome blogs too. So uh, everybody, Rob Houghton, look him up, follow him on LinkedIn. Uh, His blogs are awesome. So cool, man. Thanks for coming on. All right, Craig. Thank you, brother. I hope you enjoyed the latest edition of the Aerospace Executive Podcast. You can reach out to me directly, Craig at NorthStarESG.com, or check us out at www.NorthStarESG.com. You can subscribe to this podcast on iTunes, Stitcher, Podbean, or on YouTube. Just do a search for Aerospace Executive Podcast. Thanks again. I'm Craig Pippen.